I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. But let's get to the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline and bring in John Costco, Pro Football Focus. What's up, John? What's up, G. Bush? How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. You know, how, how that golf swing working for you, bro? Uh, it's, it's up and down. It's up and down. I'm no professional. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, man. Somebody asked me the other day, there's like, Hey, you want to be in, um, in a, uh, a C list celebrity golf, uh, outing? I said, bro, um, not the fact that, you know, I, you know, I, I'll take the C list, man. I'm at least I'm on the list, but I said, bro, I, I don't even got no cleats. Do you wear cleats? Are they called cleats? Like, do you have their, to- their golf shoes? They are golf shoes. I do have actually some golf shoes. Uh, I got like a uh, really good deal on them or whatever. But yeah, because they they absolutely help. Because if you just wear regular shoes and you try to swing out of your shoes like the amateur that I am, trying to crush the ball, you, your feet will slide. So with the cleats or the shoes, they help, I'll, help I'll, keep you grounded. I'll, bro, I would be out there looking like a fish out of the water. I'd be out there in a pair of Jordans and some jeans, and they'd be like. <laughs> Do you you know this is a own a khakis only event? I'm like nah, I'm, I'm gonna just do this. Like I have no shot, no chance. I'm gonna just let y'all do that. I, I'll go to the driving range. That's about it. I ain't doing the rest of that stuff, man. But you know, uh, you know, we we it's been a while since since we spoke. Obviously, um, you know, there's a lot of different things that are is happening with the Deshaun Watson situation. Um. I'm gonna get your I'm gonna get your thoughts on I'm gonna get your thoughts on this. Um, no matter where you no matter where you stand on on the issue, I've been saying this for a while. I truly wholeheartedly believe that um the NFL Players Association is is prepared to like to go the nuclear route, which is you know I've never really seen the Players Association kind of preemptively say if you do A, we will then react with B. So when they came out and said, hey, we're going to uh, we, we are going to use this defense and we are going to, uh, you know, basically go to the bat for Deshaun Watson and we're going to fight tooth and nail uh, if we feel like the, the punishment for, uh, you know, what, what was going on in the last couple of years, if the punishment is unprecedented. Do you think um, how, how do you think that rolls? Uh, is that a calculus in the NFL's eyes like? All right, so if we suspend him and now we're in a fight with the Players Association, does that drag other people into it and, and we just want it to go away? What's your thought and rationale of, of what's going on behind the scenes? I think I think they take it on, on a case-by-case basis. So, like, they're going to treat the Deshaun Watson situation on its own merits um, and, and not going to be concerned with, 
you know, how they handled Ben Roethlisberger a decade ago or how they handled the Ray Rice situation a decade ago, all that type of stuff. I think they're going to handle this in, on its merits. And you've, you've seen how they've, they've changed, at least the NFL has changed how they, they handle these types of things. Um, but the, the NFLPA, I think, is, is going to be, like you said, they're going to fight this, uh, whatever type of suspension that maybe the NFL dishes out. Um, and it's going to be, you know, it's going to be an ongoing battle. I think they're probably obviously trying to negotiate behind the scenes. You, you think about it from the NFLPA's perspective. Deshaun Watson sat out last year. He sat out the entire season. Um, so he didn't, he essentially played, had a, a, a sort of suspension year. So um, they're probably going to fight it in that regard of like, listen, he's already sat out. If you wanted to fine him, you know, they probably are negotiating some sort of fine of, you know, hey, you, you, you know, all this stuff, all this baggage, you're, you're supposed to be a quarterback, you're supposed to be held to a higher standard and, and all that stuff. So I, I would think that the NFOPA is going to fight for probably no games um, because he's already sat out an entire year and, and looking to, you know, com- compromise on, a, on a, some sort of suspension. Uh, not, I mean, a fine, not, not a suspension. Um, well, let's talk about, you know, on the field. Let's get to on the field stuff. I, I, sometimes I wish I could get to that. Um, on the field, <laughs> right? This is kind of what I, they pay you to do. On the field, <laughs> right. if he is suspended for a year, I started looking at this this way, right? You got Jacoby Brissett, right? And uh, obviously they brought him in, you know, they're comfortable with him and his skill set. But if he's suspended a year, I, I think that the only way you can rock and roll with Jacoby Brissett is if it's maybe – you know, four to eight games, any anywhere four to eight, the first four games of the year, the Browns should be favored in a lot of those games. And I think they should at least go three and one. If it's eight games, you could possibly be looking at maybe a five and three um, type deal or a four and four type deal in the first eight games. That still gives you a lot of opportunity for Deshaun Watson to come back and, and you know, make the playoffs and still make a push. However, if it's a year, I would think about bringing in another quarterback. I, I, I looked at it and I said, if it was me, I, I'd trade for Jimmy Garoppolo and say, all right, well, I'll move I'll move uh, Jacoby Brissett down to my backup. But I think that Jimmy Garoppolo has played in the Super Bowl, played in the NFC Championship game, has done some things, um, used to a run-first offense. I think he's a better option if the Browns don't want to completely punt on the season uh, if Deshaun Watson is not there available for an entire year. What are your thoughts on Jacoby Brissett? And would you think, would you would you look to bring somebody in as a perceived upgrade in order for the Browns to still make a playoff push? So I, I think the, the Browns are fully uh, prepared to play Jacoby Brissett as, as their starting quarterback for the year if, whatever, if, if, if Deshaun Watson suspended for the full year and they can't fight that, or if they, you know, even if he's suspended for half a year or whatever it may be, I think they're fully prepared that Jacoby Percet can start the season as their quarterback. Um, and that they're not going to bring anybody else. Um, what is Jimmy Garoppolo a better quarterback? Absolutely. He's, he can, we've seen what he can do with, with really good rosters. He can, he can manage games and he can orchestrate an offense that's really efficient. Um, Brissett isn't the, that type of quarterback, but he's still a, a good enough quarterback that you can win games with. And and to be honest, with the Browns roster the way it is, I mean they were a game, essentially a game out of out of the playoffs last year. 
with quarterback play from Baker Mayfield that was, you know, bottom three in the NFL because of how bad he was playing, especially at the end of the season. So you get this average quarterback play, which you can get from Jacoby to Percet. Last year with Miami, he did, you know, he played uh, in about half the games, had about 259 dropbacks, graded out at, a, at an average level, at a 74.0 passing grade, which is a good average level. You can you can win games in the NFL with that if you have an, a system in place that for him that's a quarterback friendly system, which the Browns do have. Uh, so I think with for the Browns, they're they're completely prepared to have Jacoby Brissett play as a starter for any amount number of games this year, if it, even if it come, becomes a whole season. And if they don't make the playoffs, they don't make the playoffs. It doesn't matter from them from a draft perspective at all because they don't even have a first round pick. They're looking at it from a long term perspective of. Sean Watson's not going to be suspended indefinitely. He's going to be our starter long term for the next decade. If he plays, if he doesn't play, the, you know, eight, 17 games out of the next 200 or whatever it is, so be it. You know, they don't they don't care about that. They only they care about the uh, the long term part of it. So, I, you know, would would I bring in somebody else? Would I have somebody better be your quarterback? Yeah, maybe. But like, it's 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 a bit strange of a situation to see. You know, like you, you would overpay for a, a, a Jimmy Garoppolo. You, you just there's not really an available quarterback on the market that you'd say that is better. That you've already wasted, you know, not wasted, but used the draft capital on Deshaun Watson. You essentially can't be, you know, using more draft capital to patch up uh, uh, the, the, you know, mildly improve at the quarterback position like that. Um, you you mentioned something. By the way, we're talking to John Costco in the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Uh, he is a pro football focus. Uh, why do you think this is right? Um, and and I I asked who did I ask about this? I, I asked Aditi about this, and, and she, I, I said I've never seen um, a player um, like Baker Mayfield um, who has got such you know such a a, a almost cult following like. Even as he sits there, even after, you know, the surgery and as he waits to figure out where he's going to continue his career at, there are some people that still insist that the Browns' best option is going to Baker Mayfield and saying to them, hey, if Deshaun Washington is suspended for a year, are you willing to come in and are you willing to come back and take snaps because you're the best option? And And I think... I'm going to ask you from a a statistical standpoint, what is the difference uh, between Jacoby Brissett and Baker Mayfield? Because I think that there's a lot of people out here that still have an inflated uh, sense of what Baker Mayfield's production skills and what he and how he has played. You know, they always mentioned the game. They mentioned the playoff game with Pittsburgh. You know, first of all, how likely is it that he's, probably not going to play in a Browns uniform or whatever, or the organization goes and asks him something. And then two, you know, where, where what's the difference between Baker and Jacoby? And is there much of a difference? Uh, so for one, the, the people that think that there's, there's any chance that Baker is going to be playing for the Browns this, in this season are delusional. This is not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think, I don't think they're uh, re- reading the, the tea leaves quite correctly on that if they think that Baker's ever going to suit up for the Browns again. But I, the difference between Baker Mayfield and Jacoby Brissett is that I think when when you know what you're going to get 
week in, week out with Jacoby Brissett. You're not going to get uh, these, you know, you're not going to get these disastrous games where, and then all of a sudden you've got good games and then bad games and good games. You're not going to get this roller coaster of a ride. You know what you're going to get with Jacoby Brissett. He's he's an average to below average quarterback, uh, but he's going to be a consistent. You know, he's going to be able to read your read the, the defense and throw it to the guys that are, are you know you're supposed to throw it to. Baker, on the other hand, you don't know if what you're getting week to week. Uh, and you saw that basically kind of like last year, and you've seen it throughout his career where he'll have a streak of good, really good games, and all of a sudden he's failing the ball too high, and he's not reading the. You know, he's, he's scrambling into pressure. He's taking sacks, um, and you don't know what you're. You just don't know what you're getting week to week. I think the highs that you get from Baker Mayfield when he's playing really well far out exceed what you expect from Jacoby Brissett. I don't think there's any question about that. We saw that for a 12 week uh, stretch in 2020 where Baker played at an extraordinary level, but then you you also seen it last year where he from the end of the season through. Uh, you know, middle of the season to the end of the season after the bye week, he was playing some of his worst ball he's ever played. Um, and so you just don't know which version of Baker Mayfield you're going to get. And you, you everybody's going to make those excuses for the injuries and stuff like that. But there's a whole mental side of the game that if you, that you've got to be in a, in a right mental uh, capacity and you get the, the consistency with Jacoby Brissett of like, he's going to be in the right mindset every single week. Uh, he's not going to bring down the locker room when things are going bad. He's going to try to elevate it, whereas Baker, he on the on the other side of things, things were going bad in the second half of the season, and he brought everything everybody down with him. Let, let's get. I want to talk about some of uh, the Browns' defense. Uh, if if Deshaun Watson is out for a year, Browns are going to need to lead don't lean on their defense and running game a little bit to keep them in games uh, if they can't score points at the level that you would expect from a team that has Deshaun Watson at quarterback. Looking at this defense, um, I think that Greg Newsom um, is is due to have a year. I think that I think John Johnson will play much better in his second year, and I think JOK is going to become a um, I, I I would say borderline Pro Bowler and a guy that people um, will start copying all over the league based on his um, ability. And and so I wanted to talk to you specifically about JOK because of his, his special skill set. And usually when we came up, Costco, you had to punch, read, get off blocks, engage with an offensive lineman, shed, make a tackle. Obviously, that's not something that's very conducive to JOK, seeing that he's undersized. So why would you let a guard swallow you like that? But as I was watching film and I was watching stuff, there's times where he just he, the lineman is in perfect position to block him, and he just gives him this move. He just like like he, it's like he's playing basketball. Like he, he, things where you you would get blocked or reached, or you would you you would get swallowed up. The offensive guard is in position for the block, but he's so quick, so athletic. He avoids the block by giving head and pump fakes and shoulder fakes, and then before you know it, he's tackling the ball carrier. I, I'm like, wow, is that what we're moving towards? I think he can be um, one of the best linebackers in the league. What do you think about his skill set moving forward and how effective it can be? Yeah, absolutely. I think you, you saw it in a lot of flashes last year, and he had a really consistent stretch. I think he did hit like a rookie wall towards the end of the season where um, you know his play did drop off maybe in the last four weeks, but kind of expected when when you're talking about – and you know, rookies coming into the NFL, like 
you know, they, they, the whole team wasn't playing well at the last, you know, end of the season there, but he, you know, he, I think throughout the rest of the season, he showed exactly what you're talking about. He's a guy that he, he's not going to engage with blockers. If he gets engaged with, with a guard, he's, he's, you know, getting it swelled up. And that's kind of the case with most linebackers anyways, in, in the modern day where they're, they are more undersized and they're not, they're not built to take on these big blockers. I know that the New England Patriots, they like to draft these guys that are 250-plus. Those guys can do that, but you just don't get get those types of players in, into the NFL at that linebacker position. They're, they're looking to be more coverage-oriented uh, and then quick and speed so that the defense alignment are, are swallowing up those, those blocks for them and they have a free lane to get to the, to the, rush, the runner. So, yeah, he, he's got the, the instincts, he's got the quicks um, in that for this perfect for the Brown scheme where – you know, you put him in that will will backer position. He can play in, into the into the coverage when he needs to be, but then he has a free lane to to pursue to the running back, which he has the speed and the quick to be able to do that. So he's a guy that can play both. You're not a, he's not somebody that you want him to, you know, engage with the guards or the you know, blockers at the second level. And so when he's kept clean, but the one thing he does do well is that if he has to engage with a block and has, happens to be a wide receiver, he's really good at shedding off wide receiver blocks. That are you know not the the big boys uh, that are you know designed and been training to to block. So he's really good at at doing that, slipping those screens uh, and making plays on those. And so he's he's your your modern day linebacker that yeah teams teams are trying to find this type of player um, in in the NFL and they're drafting these these you know these speedy guys that and it's hard to find you know because like. How, how well can they do it when they move to the next level? Because it's like, you know, when you get to the next level, those guards are faster and more athletic than what they are at the, at the college rank. So uh, with JOK, he's, he's able to, at least so far in year one, was able to, to navigate that and be able to be quick enough to avoid those blocks. Just quickly, uh, uh, about 60 seconds here. Who is somebody this year um, that's a little bit of an unknown that will become a household name to Browns fans um, because of their play on the field? An unknown for Browns fans because of its play on the field. That's, that's going to be a tough one because I would assume that Browns fans know most of these guys. Uh, maybe A.J. Green. So, you know, he's a guy that played in, in spurts last year uh, for the Browns. And when he did play, he played at an extremely high level. Um, and I think, you know, they, they obviously drafted, uh, Martin Emerson, uh, and they, you know, traded away Troy Hill, but what they they're getting in, in AJ green is that he obviously he's going to be backing up those quarterbacks. The thing is like, you, you've got a really deep cornerback room. So, uh, I know he, you know, he played extremely well when he was asked to, and he had to come in and play. And I'm assuming he's going to have to play a good, significant number of snaps this year as well. Um, and, and you know he's going to make an impact on the field if he if he's uh, when he does get onto the field. John, I appreciate you so much for coming on with me. Um, we'll talk to you again soon. Have a great rest of your Saturday afternoon. Thanks, GBS. You as well. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.